Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is about spiritual alchemy, turning lead situations in life into golden ones, how I do it. I mean, a lot of people will do it in different ways, but uh, I go through some good stuff in this podcast. This is definitely more of an esoteric one. Enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Esoteric Gladiator. I am your host, Jeremy Lifsey, and today, I say this is going to be a quick one, but we'll see, because I've said that in the past, and it wound up being a longer one. I haven't been dropping as many lately. That's just the way it goes. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about spiritual alchemy, and I did that I want to say a few episodes back, I kind of touched on it. I touched on a lot of things in episode 81. If you guys haven't listened to that one, that's my most recent and favorite podcast. I felt like I just, I threw so much into that podcast in such a short amount of time. And, um, you know, a lot of what I talk about, as always, is based around psychology and natural law which I believe are the secrets to life. If you want to know what's going to happen in the future based off events, because human nature is a reflection of mother nature, you learn about the patterns in nature. You also have to look at the psychology of human beings on whatever their level on, whether they are a criminal, a saint, um, a soccer mom, or whatever, psychology of of individuals as well as the psychology of groups of people because you know a lot of times people are tribal and they'll get swept up in the emotion of the group depending upon what it is about which you know i mean great examples is you know nazi germany like the way the nazis treated the jews were a lot of the jews terrified and did that consciousness carry to a lot of the other Jews and they didn't fight back? I, I don't know. You could look at like BLM and Antifa or, you know, the people that were burning the tiki torches in the South or, you know, just any situation of groups of people and how they react and respond to things or, or Australia right now, right? You know, the, at the beginning, the the people were terrified and now the people are getting fed up and you just look at like... The consciousness of the police out there, you know, I watched this video this morning of a, of a, a protester speaking to one of the cops in Australia and him saying this is wrong and you know this is wrong, uh, you know, we can't eat this and that and the cop's like, I know, I agree with you, but I have a job to do and he's like, he's like, you agree with me, but you have a job to do, he's like, yeah, I gotta make money so I can eat, he's like, so you're gonna make me starve so you can eat? And it was just kind of a back and forth like that. And in the end result, the cop was like, yeah, I agree with you, but I got a job to do. Well, I think the consciousness of Australia in general was, um, you know, uh, Australia started out as a a prison. And so you had a uh, a prisoner consciousness and you had a guard consciousness. And I believe the police and prison guards, you know, they they probably come from a long line of police and prison guards. Now, I went to Australia about 18 years ago. I flew into Melbourne, and I got deported. And I knew back then that Australia was a prison state and that I never wanted to go there again. Um, 
sadly. And it was about, I want to say about three weeks after Steve Irwin died, which was very upsetting for me because I was so looking forward to meeting him when I went to Australia. And then I found out, oh, the fucking crocodile hunter died from a stab to the heart. Anyways, consciousness, patterns in nature, psychology, these are what is going to give you the secrets to uh and it's not always guaranteed you know there's always there's always random wild cards within nature and and things like that but usually there's a pretty freaking consistent pattern and you can look back on the patterns of history every once in a while there's a wild card but what do they say uh History doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. That's a good way of putting it. So you look at the the, the, the patterns in history and, and how things are going. And see, this is what I believe these elite scumbags are banking on right now is that they're going to just be able to create another global reset and slaughter a bunch of people or – imprison us and create their hell on earth fantasy that they want so bad and it's just going to go along like the past resets unfortunately i do not believe that is a case i think a lot of people are now becoming the architects of their own reality they are beginning to understand holy shit like we for the last few hundred few thousand years because you can't really completely trust history you can put tidbits together and kind of lean certain ways but you know a lot of history is a lie so you know was it is it for the last few hundred or few thousand that these scumbags have been reigning and 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 they've been able to implement their consciousness their timeline or 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 you know yeah, their spell on us and, and, you know, the television is a good example of the present day version of their timeline and their spell and and the people that are addicted to their television and that are addicted to this COVID narrative and all the bullshit leftist crap that people are falling for, um, which is really odd because if you look back a few years, these people were like the members of uh, the uh, Occupy Wall Street movement, the 99% against the 1%. And it's these 99% people that are now like totally in line and following the rules and whatever the government tells them. So they're like basically bending the knee to the 1% they claim to be trying to overthrow a few years back. It's extremely bizarre. They're caught up in that timeline and that consciousness. So again, I'm trying to make this a quick one. So when we talk about spiritual alchemy, we are referring to ancient alchemy. Uh, you know, I, to my knowledge, Isaac, Sir Isaac Newton. You know, they always try to paint these historical figures as, oh, he's just a random scientist. It was you. No, when when you find out the shit they're into, specifically if they are scientists, they're part of the fucking cult. If they're famous, they're part of the cult. That's it. Benjamin Franklin, oh, you know, he's just flying a kite. No, the son of a bitch was a member of the Hellfire Club on the East Coast. They were trafficking humans and children, part of the fucking cult. So 
alchemy was was the measure of trying to turn lead into gold, base to uh, high conducting current metals. So gold being one of the highest conductors, to my knowledge, again, I'm not like a metallurgist or or a, a you know a master at uh, electricity or anything like that. But to my knowledge, gold is the highest has the highest conductor uh, of of electromagnetics and frequencies, which is why a lot of these ancient civilizations really were into gold. Um, but then again, gold could be the fall guy for a different metal that these guys are actually hoarding. I don't know. They do that shit. Just like diamonds. They make it seem like diamonds are like this, oh, super precious. But and, and it's so expensive, but then you find out, you know, diamonds are about as fucking uh, uh, rare as quartz crystals, and it's like they're throwing you off the scent so they can hoard the actual jewels that are the rare and precious gems. They sell you, like they sell you the slave peasant science, all this garbage science, they're selling you the slave peasant stones and possibly the metals as well. I don't know if they did that with the metals. But to my knowledge, gold is the highest conductor of of, of uh, EMFs uh, and 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 um, you know spiritual vibrations and stuff like that. So you have these ancient alchemists trying to turn lead into gold, but uh, the spiritual alchemy is is trying to turn lead situations into golden ones which uh, this was something that was brought to my attention. I believe it was on the the Crow 777 podcast. But this is what I've been trying to do for the last 10 years. So about 11 years ago, I got really deeply into extensive hours of meditation and Vipassana, to be precise, and uh, and I kept up with the practice for an hour to an hour and a half a day, sometimes two hours a day. And I just, my whole life changed because of it. So from that moment on, I, I, I noticed. And at that point in my life, I was in a lead situation. I was in a shit situation. I was in a number two pencil situation. Wasn't happy wasn't wasn't you know fulfilled you know was very lucky was very fortunate i had a great job i was you know had a lot of talent uh but i just was miserable it was where my consciousness was at so after the meditation my consciousness shifted i moved from a lead situation to trying to have golden ones and i believe um i've achieved that but It doesn't just, you don't just go from lead to gold because this journey up this mountain, if you are a true alchemist, if you are a true spiritual alchemist, let me rephrase that, you will experience the ups and downs of this journey and and you will learn new methods. You don't like, it's like as human beings, and this this is kind of a cool thing as human beings. We lie to ourselves when we're in specific. Oh, if I just do this and I get to there, oh, it's 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 going to be all good from there. Which is it's a good thing for us because if we knew all the trials and tribulations we were going to face in the, the the future, we might give up. 
But, you know, we just, we go through these phases where, oh, I just got to do this. Like right now I'm going through the, oh, I just got to pack everything up and get on the road and everything's going to be awesome. For all I know, I'm going to get on the road and, and crash and burn and die in a fucking gully somewhere. But who knows? I'm lying to myself at the moment that all I got to do is do this and, and it'll make me happier. And, and, and that's awesome. And, and we need to do, we need to have these little goals for the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal for me is, is heaven on earth, is, 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 is a peaceful uh, place in eternity or an upgrade in the dimensions or realms that I'm going to wind up in. Uh, I don't necessarily want to come back to planet earth unless the consciousness of of this uh place has you know this dimension has shifted into a higher vibration because uh, as of now I'm just not content with where where it's headed and just how much of humanity which I believe is only a third the media will have you believe in it's 80% of humanity but I believe really only a third of humanity is just on on dipshit defcon 5 stupidity level um but uh the process or the the uh the journey up this mountain can be a perilous one and you're not just going to go from lead to gold and stay in gold you know i will admit that my consciousness has shifted since then and i haven't been in as a dark of a space as i once was and the, the dark spaces when they've came back haven't lasted as long. But I'm still, I feel like, you know, if you take a title as a tattoo artist like I did, and you're just, ah, well, yeah, I'm a tattoo artist. Yeah, yeah, I'm just so fucking great, you know, and, and you know, you, 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 you passed your apprenticeship, and the, and there's a lot of tattooers that are like that. And and I th- I think uh, for me, Philip Liu, who was a famous tattoo artist, said it best: "I'm an apprentice for life." I mean, and then you have Francisco Goya, who was an incredible Renaissance painter, who did, one of his last paintings was like a self portrait of him as a crotchety 85, 84 year old man with a cane, and he had a long beard. And he wrote underneath it, aún aprendo, which in Latin means still learning. Or, you know, if you're a teacher and you think you're just going to teach your students and you're not a student for life, well, you, you got another thing coming. I'm an apprentice for life with tattooing, which is why I constantly grow and evolve, which is why, you know, 15, 20 years into it, my, my, I feel like my portraits are still evolving. Uh, I feel like my styles are still evolving. Uh, I feel like I'm still learning in that. Uh, so, and that's the way it's got to be in the journey up the mountain as the initiate, as Merlin, as the hermit. You're going to face those dark twists and turns. For myself, I see myself trying to turn lead life situations into golden ones. Because if you're stuck in the physical, which is I'm going to turn lead into gold because I want that money. I want that, that, 
that merchandise. I want that material wealth. Then you're just stuck in the 3D. But if you can move to the spiritual, the real shock collar of the three, the body, the mind, the spirit, that's the real trinity. The spirit runs it all. The mind is the bridge between the spirit and the body. If you can become an alchemist on a spiritual level, there's nothing you can't do. At that point, your desire for gold ceases to exist and you have discipline and you're just not as affected by your, your, your cravings and your aversions. It's like your cravings for more material, your cravings for more you know, sex or cravings for more drugs or cravings for whatever. You're just not as affected by the 3D. So now you can just you can just uh, maneuver through life as that spiritual alchemist. And I do that through visual meditations and through prayers and through, uh, you know, diet and, and, and through, you know, trying to do good deeds for people um, and, um, and just visualizing what I want and, and, and aiming for what I want. I had a golden situation up here in the Northwest I, I, I killed the game financially, had an awesome tattoo shop, lived on a, on a house on a hill overlooking the ocean that had a view of Canada, you know, miles away, and uh, was able to go to martial arts multiple times a week here in, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in an MMA academy, uh, Fifth Element, that does a lot of great things out here in Washington. Um, you know, on the peninsula, it's one of the, the, the more top shelf, uh, academies, you know, they're winning a lot of medals in the jujitsu tournaments and, 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 and attending all the, the casino fights, you know, the, the, the cage fights here on the peninsula and, and, and all over the state. And, uh, I was very fortunate and I learned a lot from these guys. Um, and I met a lot of good friends and I upgraded spiritually a lot up here. Um, but, uh, the last few months I've just kind of been feeling like I'm stagnant and, um, it's making me feel like I'm in a lead situation, even though I'm not, and I'm trying to, uh, create another golden situation with spiritual alchemy and move forward to a, a better, a better position, and, and, and learn new things, man. That's what life is about for me, you know? If, if you guys haven't heard of the Cards of Destiny system, you should check that out. It's every day is a different card in the deck of cards. My card is the Five of Spades, the Wanderer's card. And I believe once I got into med- meditation and I got in touch with my higher self, again, I'm not claiming to be any better than any human and I have my struggles and I have my doubts and all kinds of stuff. I'm still learning. Aún aprendo. Um, but I am the wanderer's card and I noticed after the meditation when I cleaned my subconscious, 
is when I really fell into who I felt like I was supposed to be. Creative genius, spiritual mastery, and lots of travel. And uh, that's what it's about. Learning new things. Oh, shit, I've got allergies here. Well, maybe I'll, I'll try this. I'm going to try this, you know, experiment, this life experiment down here in this other climate. Or I'm going to try this other food or this other diet. Or I'm going to try this other exercise. Or, hey, you know what? Instead of a steam sauna, I'm going to sit in a dry sauna. Instead of only doing three rounds of breath work, I'm going to go for seven or nine rounds of breath work. Hey, you know what? I'm going to try different speeds of breathing and, 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 and play with how I hold my breath. You know, and that's what I believe being a true spiritual alchemist is about is, is, is you know, trying these new methods, you know, that's why we're having such a hard time in society right now. The science is settled, huh? No, that's dipshit slave science. The science is never fucking settled. That's called a hustle. That's called a con. That's called criminals trying to convince a bunch of dipshits who think they're smart because they went to college and they got degrees. I got a piece of paper that says I know something. I know about grammar. So whenever anybody online gets into an argument about me, about with me, I just point out their grammar because I'm not going to admit that I'm a dipshit because, you know, somebody presented me with a historical fact. I'm going to say, well, you don't even have a degree. But at the end of the day, you got a degree and you've also got $80,000 in debt. You don't have a job from your degree. And then you're talking shit to somebody like me who only has a GED, yet I've traveled the world and I've owned two businesses. I'm not in any debt. I'm not stranded in the narrative of our modern civilization. I'm not stuck inside the box, the box being the television, that little black scrying mirror that these evil wizards have put out there as their crystal ball to enchant the masses. I'm not stuck in that box anymore. I'm not stranded in the black and white of the checkerboard, the Masonic checkerboard in duality. Oh no, I've got black and seven levels of color, the rainbow, and not the LGTBQ rainbow either. Not that I got a problem with those guys. I'm talking about the real color spectrum that goes back to the seven days of the week, the seven sacred metals, the seven planets, the the seven music notes, uh, the, the seven native things, north, south, east, west, uh, up, you know, the sky, the earth, and the self. You know, there's a multitude of sacred sevens, including the seven colors of the rainbow, which was was God's covenant to the people, not the symbol for homosexuality. Again, I don't got problems with gays. I got a lot of gay friends, trans friends, clients. You know, I've said in the past, my brother was trans before he passed away. I don't got a problem with that. I got a problem with the occult using groups of people and their ignorance to push their satanic evil agenda, right? I don't see the gays or trans as trying to to teach your children about homosexuality and anal sex. 
That's the pervert pedophile government trying to sexualize your children. That's not the gays and the trans people. They're being used to do that. Anyways, life is about psychology and patterns in nature. And the true alchemist is going to turn their lead life situations into golden ones. And that is the lesson from this podcast. And I try to stay shifting, evolving, and outdoing myself daily because that is what the true master will do. I noticed uh, the other day on my Facebook, I had posted something from 2017, and this was my post. The ultimate battle isn't with terrorists, drug lords, politicians, or your ex. It's with yourself and your reactions to things around you. And it's such an intricate and difficult battle. I make mistakes all the time, and I have been in this war of self-mastery for years. It's true. I needed to see that post again to know, know that, man, even after 11 years, I still make mistakes. And isn't that, isn't that the lesson for all these fighters, these boxers, these, these cage fighters and these Muay Thai fighters? Hey, you're dropping your hand again. No, pivot on your kick. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. We forget, man. We make little mistakes. We got to keep making adjustments to our game. That goes for life as well. Again, we're climbing a mountain. We want to be sure-footed. And as a Capricorn, as a goat, I'm cautious. I try to pay attention to my surroundings, which is why nature and psychology are a big thing. Not to mention, I have a lot of Scorpio in my chart. Anyways, guys. Become a spiritual alchemist. Turn lead situations into golden ones. And then you will not be a slave to the material world. You, you know, when, I, when, it, when, it, when, it, when it comes to what I'm doing right now in the present moment, I have amassed so much material shit. I've spent so much money on all these possessions that I have. I'll be lucky if I can make half, half the money back on, on, on what I bought. I don't expect that. I, what I do expect is I'm going to have to give a lot of it away. And a lot of it I really like. But hey, that's life. And I've lost everything I've owned at least a dozen times. So no big deal, man. Give it up to somebody who needs it more than you. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Esoteric Gladiator Podcast or at Jeremy Lifsey. Tattoo 7, both on Instagram. The Jeremy Lipsy Tattoo 7 is my tattoo page. Esoteric Gladiator Podcast is my podcast page. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at Jeremy Lipsy. You can hit me up on those platforms. I got I to gotta make an email for this podcast so I can have people email me, potential guests or people that want me to talk about certain topics. Um, and uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm very grateful for you guys listening. If you really like my podcast, please uh, 
Leave me a good comment on Apple or, or whatever, five-star review. If you don't like my podcast, leave me a one-star review. I like the truth, even if it hurts. Because uh, sometimes love is tough, and that's where the growth begins. You guys take care. Love, healing, and truth. Mind, body, spirit. I'm out.